0: Hello, I am Brother Chris and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we are focusing on the topic, Shedding of Blood, based on our reading of Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of scripture. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. After the six days of creation, God saw that everything was very good. Everything that God made in the heavens above, on the earth and in the waters, were perfect. The only thing that was left to complete the creation of the heavens and the earth were mankind. So, God created man in his own image, after his likeness. Then God gave Adam and Eve dominion over everything that was created except one tree in the midst of the garden. This is what the Bible said in Genesis chapter 1 verse 16 and 17 about that tree and how God wanted Adam and Eve to treat that tree. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Here we see God placing Adam and Eve in a position where their obedience to his command would be tested. Here we see God placing them, these perfect individuals, in a position where he could demonstrate to Satan that all and all the unfallen words. That the laws of God could be kept. Unfortunately, Adam and Eve fell a prey to the traps of Satan. And instead of doing what God requested, they both ate the forbidden food. immediately. Their world was turned upside down. Immediately, they lost the covering of the glory of God. Immediately, they recognized their nakedness. Immediately, they became agents of Satan and their allegiance to God was tampered with in a major way. Now, they found themselves separated by God and in no need or in need of some mechanism to become reconciled again back with God. It is within this context that God told Adam and Eve in Genesis 3:15 that the Son of God would come to this earth and pay the wages for their transgressions and their disobedience. For four thousand years, mankind waited for the entrance of the one who would pay the wages for their sins by his blood. Eventually, God fulfilled part A of the promise found in Genesis 3.15 Jesus Christ the Son of God came to this earth and spilt His blood on the cross of Calvary so that the wages for our sins could be paid in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7 the Apostle Paul outlined what the spilling of His blood caused for humanity The word of the Lord said, To whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. Do you see what the Apostle Paul said here? The spilling of the blood of Jesus resulted not only in the redemption of mankind, but also in the forgiveness of sin. When Paul used the word redemption, what did he really mean? The outline of Bible usage provided the following information on how the Greek word for redemption was used. this passage of scripture this is what it says a realizing effected by payment of sin in other words here paul is saying that we got release from the penalty of our transgression because jesus christ made a payment of a ransom using his blood hallelujah because the actions of jesus because of the actions of jesus human beings are no longer required to pay the wages for their sins I'm no longer required to pay the wages for my sins. You're not required to pay the wages for your sins. Through the unmerited favor of Jesus, we have the opportunity to be brought back in fellowship with God in the same way that Adam and Eve fellowshiped with God before they sinned. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, this is what he said. It was by reason of sin that we are captivated and we cannot be released from our captivity but by the remission of our sins. This redemption we have in Christ and this remission through his blood. The guilt and the stain of guilt could be no otherwise removed than by the blood of Jesus. All our spiritual blessings flow down to us in that stream. This great benefit which comes freely to us, was dearly bought and paid for by our blessed Lord. And yet, it is according to the riches of God's grace. Christ's satisfaction and God's rich grace are the very consistent in the great affair of man's redemption. God was satisfied by Christ as our substitute and surety. But it was rich grace that would accept of a surety when he might have executed the severity of the law upon the transgressor. And it was rich grace to provide such a surety as his own son and freely to deliver him up when nothing of that nature could have entered into his thoughts nor have been any otherwise found out for for us. End of quote. Today, God is reminding us, that he paid a ransom to ensure that we are reconciled by God. As Jesus outlined in John chapter 14 verse 6, he is the only way to become reconciled to God. His spilt blood is the only thing that can bring us back into alignment with God. It is my prayer that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can help us to accept the spilt blood of Jesus Christ as the only thing that can reconcile us back to God. Let us pray. We thank you, Lord, for the reminder that your spilt blood on the cross of Calvary paid the wages for our transgressions. Through your blood, we are reconciled back to God. Place in a position where we can be saved in your eternal kingdom. Place in a position where we do not need to experience total separation from you. We thank you, Lord, for the work you have done, the gifts you have given to us. Help us, Lord, to do everything in our part to be able to make good, With the gift you have given to us, we pray through Jesus Christ, O Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.